0: Welcome, everybody, for today's presentation called Sonic Boom with Janet Rogers. And uh, Janet's a uh, poet and broadcaster, been uh, coming to us today from Six Nations. And so we're happy and delighted to have Janet join us. And uh, we've presented her work before in the past. And she's been very uh, prolific broadcaster and poet. And you'll hear in her works that uh, sound and poetry are very uh, closely linked uh janet these uh tell us about the three pieces and what is the thread that connects these three pieces
1: um sure yeah thanks for having me thank you for inviting me into um the deep wireless program first of all first and foremost and um i just want to say you know hi to everyone who's joining us and Um, It's so wonderful to connect and and, um, talk to other people who are excited about sound, uh, as I am. Um, I am uh, joining you from Six Nations. I'm Mohawk Tuscarora, and I uh, moved back home uh, to my home territory in June of 2019. Um, I was living for 25 years on uh, traditional Coast Salish territory um, as a guest uh, in, you know, otherwise known as Victoria, B.C. for 25 years. So I've just been home like a year and a half and um, getting reacquainted with my own territory. And so that's been really exciting. Before I go on to kind of give a descriptor or, you know, uh, uh, introduction to the pieces that we'll be um, sharing tonight, um, I just wanted to say, I'm pretty sure, I was trying to think, um, how did I connect with um, NASA? and? and, and I'm sure it was like several years ago, again, when I was still living on the West Coast. Um, it was through, I think NASA, many years ago, maybe six or eight even, um, was uh, connected to um, the Imaginative uh, International Film and uh, Media Festival, and in, which takes place in Toronto every October. And of course, last October, they did whatever everybody else is doing and that they, you know, they put everything else online. But um, I believe NASA was sponsoring a uh, radio art category as part of, you know, what they share and present in the media uh, part of what they do and um that was really exciting I, I entered right away and um created my first sound art piece and um it was featured at the festival and i was absolutely thrilled and you know i just thought oh i think i have found uh, another one of my tribes with nesa because they have included me in some other programming as well so um i get to you know not only Enjoy um, my own journey in the sound art field, but also have a a, a place, a platform where uh, some of those pieces can go as they are tonight. So um, this evening, the I you know I, I decided to call the collection of pieces we're going to hear "Sonic Boom" because it does kind of talk about um, the beginning beginnings, like the real beginning beginning, the the first the first moments. And of course, the first moments in our reality were sound before all else, uh, according to some sources, um, the Bible being one of them, although I'm not a Bible person. Um, And so I kind of wanted to explore a little bit of that, but also realizing that I had pieces that kind of spoke to that. And so the first piece is called Stereo Ribbons. And it's, it's, it's really, you know, kind of my way to, how can you say, like, indulge my own And enthusiasm and interest in space, what's out there in space, Um, and yet at the same time, my understanding, and I'm not, you know, a space science person, but my understanding is that there is um, no sound in space unless, you know, it's um, humanly enhanced by technology and mechanics and things like that, so which made me always think about, the idea of Native people living in space. And I and I think I made some poetry to that effect saying that, you know, I don't think Native people can live in space because there is no sound. And if there is no sound, then we cannot sing our songs. And if we cannot sing our songs, then we cannot find the healing. If we cannot find the healing, then, you know, we we cease to be as a people. So, um, so space is kind of like an interesting idea for me. And at, at the same time, when we talk about our – Creation story, our origin stories. It comes from space. We have a, a, a origin uh, character called Sky Woman, and you know she comes from up in the sky. So uh, that it's it's you know there's all of these kind of like um, layers and levels of our our realities and our legends and our traditions and past ways of being that that are really connected to the sky. And of course, just like any other culture, we have the star stories, like we have our seven sisters, uh, which, you know, are, are known in other cultures as Pallades. And uh, to understand, like, you know, the part that they play in, um, in the evolution of our existence, and, and so on and so forth. And that, that's those that story gets passed down from generation to generation. And, but the, um the first piece, the stereo ribbons, and it's included in the description here is, um, you know, just getting excited when, uh, when NASA, I have to be careful to not, you know, confuse MESA and NASA, and then there's the other MESA, which is like the academic um, conference that used to happen every year. But anyway, um, so when NASA, they had made an announcement that they were releasing some sounds that they collected in space. Again, I'm not sure how they would have collected sounds that um happen in space unless you know it's uh, technically enhanced anyway uh so of course i went on to their site and i i wanted to hear what they had found and uh collecting some of those sounds for my own purposes and um reading the descriptions that they had with each and you know the names of these sounds and and how they're connected to the stars and then maybe it's it's uh movements between stars and and so on and so forth. So anyway, I was, I started to collect some of those uh, sounds myself and incorporate them into the first piece that we're going to hear tonight, which is um, called stereo ribbons, because some of those sounds were, um, uh, had been named stereo ribbons. And I thought, it's not a beautiful uh, way to think about sound kind of moving in this fluid, you know, um, unobstructed kind of like way through space. And uh, I just, I just saw the poetry in that right away. And I wrote a poem for it, and then I, I created the, the soundscape that, that runs under the, the poem. So that's the first piece we're going to hear this evening. Um, and then uh, the second one, and I'm, I'm not a Mohawk speaker, but, and, but the important part about speaking language is that you try. So I'm, so I'm going to try to say the word, I'm going to say, um, which is um, in the sky. And that's the second piece. And this one really is um, a sonic narrative with no words. This one speaks to an interesting, maybe not so much a space theme, but the idea of ascending uh, from the earth when we pass, when we uh, make that transition into spirit. So I kind of wanted to to create a sonic narrative and a sonic journey that kind of represents that. Um, I found that you know using sound was a way um, that one could talk about an experience that they that you don't have words for the sound can take the place of those words to to make a description for you and um, this is this is what this piece kind of represented for me uh, you'll hear and we can talk about this after I look forward to that but you uh, you'll hear in this uh, second piece that starts off in a bit of a chaotic existence. And, and then it kind of smooths out, you start to hear a little bit more rhythm. And then it smooths out even more so that we're now we're in song, where it's a soothing. And again, I'm back to the idea of songs being healing and soothing and medicine and um, that sort of thing. So it's almost like, um, when we pass from this earth, I can only imagine uh, what happens. uh, But I do kind of like research that a bit. And, um, you know, my idea is that, it is it's 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 jarring and it's chaotic and then you kind of start to get used to that other way of existing as spirit uh, without a body and and yet it's just consciousness and then and then at some point you relent you relent to the whole experience where where now you you understand and you welcome the idea of being one in space and in the in the cosmos and back to the stars, you know, where where um, according to some of our legends, that's where we all originate from. So, um, and then the last piece is um, a piece called the uh, Sky Woman. So again, I'm, I saved uh, our origin story, the actual origin story of Sky Woman, uh, for last, and you can actually hear the the origin. Uh, Read in a recited in a um, in a poem that I wrote, um, uh, but with some some beautiful audio behind it. And um, again, it's like I, I wanted to uh, bring Sky Woman, who is again our you know our understanding of Sky Woman is that she is all of our mother, and we come, we all come from her. And I just kind of wanted to bring her back into the present through this sound piece. And so, in one part of the poem, I have her you know explaining the journey where she falls from the sky. Uh, down onto a a whole world which is only water, Um, it's not, there's no land yet, and um, all of the water creatures help her, they dive down to the the bottom of the seabed to find some earth, and the turtle says, put that earth on my back, and that will be where, you know, a safe place for her to land, and the the, the origins, I won't go into the origin story um, here because it's really, it's quite involved, but um, The second part of that poem is uh, I'm having Sky Woman kind of blogging about her experience. And in that way, you know, I kind of bring her into modern times. And yes, it's it's, it's just about reimagining the original mother, Sky Woman, who falls from Earth and who gives, you know, gives birth to all of the races and all of the people on what we call now North America. That's why when you hear Indigenous people talk about, you know, North America, we often refer to it as Turtle Island because the turtle helped to. Form that the Earth that which then expanded, expanded, expanded into what we now know it to be as as North America. So, um, I think we could just uh, hit play and enjoy. It's uh, less than 15 minutes. So it's like for, the whole, you know, the whole um, trio of pieces is is uh, 14 and, and a half minutes. So yeah, sit back, enjoy, enjoy. And thanks again for inviting me into this this uh, program tonight. Stereo ribbons. What is a Death Star, energy living to die, to be born again? Why is the magnetic pulse so powerful? When do we know our purpose is complete? We listen for signals and hear unfamiliar metallic sounds scraping against space. Cosmos, recorded for man, not songs, no healing, but still a language for communicating, looking for a place to land, for feedback. We are not nostalgic, but challenge the almighty voice, half static. It is the color orange in places it has no business living. We send test flights out into a pulsating world. We receive telepathic transmissions without nationality, a secular identity speaking in common sense sentences. tracks to keep us keeping on. What is a Death Star but that which wishes to disconnect, rewrite atomic structures, manipulation of energy, proving our infallibility, longevity necessary for generational messages, transformations. Weakened, perhaps but always as it should be. I have the world in my belly. The weight pulls me uncontrollably south. Strangely, I don't care about the growing gap separating my husband and me. Why don't I care? I've already left, fallen through like Alice into a wonderland. Here I am fighting and befriending air. I am gasping like an astronaut. I am an autumn leaf. So this is freedom. This is freedom of flesh and emotion. So this is where the ancestors live. Passing my vision like Dorothy and her dog. This is where we'll meet again. My husband. My husband. My unborn. My unborn. Her unborn.
2: Her unborn.
1: Everything is all around me. I hope this never ends. I I hope this never ends. I'm going away and arriving. I have to remember this. I have to remember to breathe. I see something. I see something far off and small. That must be where I'm going. Could that be the future? I am the wingless angel, the shoeless traveler, a woman with answers packing instincts. Speed is increasing, this falling stops. I am caught. I am caught. I am caught. caught, I'm caught, I'm caught, I, caught am I am caught. Cautious. I am I am wide awake The creature family worked so hard All the water now released from me And the pain has begun They work with urgency, the little ones They know another one comes The earth beneath me grows as if with every breath And I am clutching something There in my palm are seeds I've never seen are they from the other place? The other place fades to memory, then doubt, then nothing. New dreams brought me here, and I must trust them. I embraced the pain of the coming of this new woman, a friend, a sister ally. The new world is expanding with land. I am landing, leaving and arriving. I am coming, I have gone. The wind commands my hand at the same time the girl comes forth and those alien seeds leave. Tossed in a chaotic gust, both are born girl and man, never alone. Who are the people? What are we? My girl joins me on the earth and is witness to its birth, the colors and directions, the laws that will follow. Home. I am home. I have made.
0: The stereo image in your pieces was very active, very physical, almost uh, like a kind of dancing of, in stereo. Um, and I was interested in, you know, with audio that's, um, that takes place in the electronic realm, we often think of it as being outside of the body, but I felt a connection to the body. Was that a direction on your part for, or was that a, a license that uh, the, the people working with you uh, took on their own?
1: In um, in the second piece, you mean? Or in, in, I, uh, I noticed theory.
0: it in all of them actually, but particularly the second oh. one, but also in the third too.
1: Yeah, well, the second one's tempting to address, or even not even replicate, but kind of like make the suggestion of the of the spirit journey. So there is definite movement. You know, it's like you know, separating from the body, leaving the earth realm, tra- you know, transforming into a whole different collection of atoms, if you will, and. Uh, and then, and then, and then, ascending away from the gravity of the earth, and uh, making that making that journey into spirit. And um, I'm glad that you know you you got that. It was like it 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 was a physical thing for me. There's parts of that that are just become really really emotional um, when I think about, it, especially when I hear the the piano music kind of cue in. Um, I just go, wow, this person has finally made that that uh, phase of the journey and and they're then they're, they're just kind of giving up and giving in and and they're and 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 as they give up and they give in they really find their their way to exist in as stardust and disconnected you know matter and bodiless entity uh if you will and and if, when you hear and then also if you remember in that piece there was like that woo that joyous woo, and that's like you know when that that spirit begins to kind of learn how to move and they're, and they're, and they're so excited. There's joy in it. It's like, okay, I get it now. There's no more chaos. I am this other thing now. And there's joy in learning. Yes. Like how to tumble, how to, how to kind of just, uh, you know, be, be with it all in one, at, at one time. So it's, it's, to me, it's very emotional. It's, it's about, it's about death. It's about trans it's about transition it's about you know that spirit journey for sure
0: uh, and how did you you call that piece a wordless narrative and or you referred to that in your in your introduction um, how is that how did you go about structuring that piece and and uh, linking those different states and emotions uh, together yeah with well. You know? yeah out. it's
1: you know as a, as a storyteller like you know you you realize you're working basically with the 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 template the beginning the middle and the end you know um and it's it can it can be structured in the same way when you're creating sound pieces um especially if you're looking to make a narrative and to me you know i i just really enjoy that being a, a storyteller and a poet i like to kind of transfer those same kind of like uh devices if you will uh, storytelling devices in using sound and so that's kind of how i went about it like my imagination it was about imagining making that journey and and what what that would translate to in sound um and so that's yeah that's how i i came about it
0: telling stories through audio i mean that seems technically more challenging but it's also liberating in a way and i was wondering how how it seemed to free you know you're talking about this evoking these spirits and, and, but in a very active way. And I, that I, that in storytelling, you can only, I suppose, infer or, um, through words. And I was interested in that difference in in terms of when you're just writing a poem to, um, to making an audio piece.
1: Yeah. It's, it's almost like, um, it's almost like using a, a, a telepathic, uh, more of a telepathy, um, Uh, when you when you create a narrative like that because you know you can really get bogged down with words but I and 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 it's liberating for me yes but I think more so for the listener because I mean I can say what I mean with words and it's kind of like just there and and yes there's room for interpretation but I think with sound um, the listener really You know, they've got, you know, everyone has got their whole library of references, sonic references, inside themselves. And they're going to be able to relate or not relate uh, to the sounds and, and apply their own meaning to the sounds that they're experiencing. And again, for me, it was it's emotional and you can definitely evoke emotion i mean sound is very emotional as we have all discovered <laughs> and 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 a sound of course is you know uh also cultural um and i didn't happen to use a lot of my cultural sounds in there because it's like i you know it's it's a spirit journey for anybody and i wanted it to be like that so i could have you know i could have you know used that old that that old typical, like, you know, spirit flute in there or (laughs) the sound of the eagle wings or (laughs) or what have you, you know, but um, this way it's more open, it's more, it's more available.
0: If you could tell us a bit about the people you collaborated with in the, in the different pieces and and who they are.
1: Yeah, there's some people, there's um, Geronimo Anuktuk, who, you know, Mad Eskimo, um, and uh, he, we've, we've been working, we've collaborated a few times in the past and, um, and it and I, actually I just uh, made a reference um, I referred him to another sound artist actually uh, who's in Mexico currently and uh, Geronimo was so you know keen about uh, connecting with this artist from Mexico that he he jumped right on that chat and he was just like hey what can I do for you what do you need from me you know and he's he's so generous in that way and uh, and I really think that Geronimo Nuk-tuk, uh is one of the most unique. Um, uh artists um, uh sound artists and djs and uh around today that i know of and so and i just find that i get very very inspired by what he creates and so that there's a good synergy a good a good um chemistry there for for me as a creator myself
0: and you're in different localities so how did you was it through file sharing or how did you collaborate
1: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah file sharing and like you know my poetry i've um I've uh, done some recordings, poetry recordings, with his uh, um, with his files before and his 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 sounds before, and it uh, just really it just really works. You know, you find that right. You know, you find the right artist who makes the right sounds for you, and and uh, boom, off you go.
0: And was a different artist you worked with in the last piece, and, and who was that?
1: Live, wait, and live. Like because I was doing radio for ten years when I was on the West Coast. Um, For 10 of the years that I was on the West Coast, uh, people would send me, you know, a lot of music and a lot of, you know, Native musicians, because I did um, Native Weeds Radio at CFUV for 10 years. And then I did um, uh, travel clips on CBC Radio 1 out of Victoria for eight years. And so people, you know, and I still get music sent to me, even though I'm no longer, I don't have a show right now. Um, I still get the music, and I, I feel very very honored and you know excited every time someone sends me new music. So um, yeah, I, so when I get some of, when I got some of that music, I would I would definitely consider. I thought, oh well, maybe this isn't for the for the radio show, but maybe this is something I want to work with, and then I'd reach out and we would you know forge a um, collaboration and 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 go from there. And I just thought that Libs, um, I think what she had sent me was like a spontaneous guitar. Um, song that she had produced and she sent it over. She goes, Hey, what do you think? And, and, um, and I thought, I think, I think this is, this will fit really nicely in the, in the creation story um, poem. So, yeah.
0: There's this kind of a spatial, there's lots of space for other things to happen in the music Yeah. So it lends itself to the words.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was a chat. Somebody sent a chat.
0: I was just going to relate that here. Uh, So uh, Lucy asks, uh, I loved uh, all three pieces. Uh, As mostly a visual artist, I'm wondering about the visuals you used. Are they collages? Did you create them? How significant or not are they?
1: No, I took the the, um, visuals that I use. uh, Some of the pieces are – I've got like – Things kind of spread apart, which is unfortunate. Uh, I'm having a website built now, but uh, currently what I have is I've got I think about two SoundCloud pages and one Reverb Nation page. So I just used the images that I had um, associated with those pieces uh, from the SoundCloud and the and the Reverb Nation pages, just so you know, as t- in, in in a really lame effort to keep things consistent.
0: <laughs> but they but they, were those images created by you or?
1: no they're they're found they're they're found images okay
0: Mm -hmm. just so there was no black screen
1: exactly yeah because you know you don't want to provide too much information in terms of the visual either you know you want to kind of keep it open
0: well i think like radio these pieces are very um have the best visuals in between your ears right in in the mind um, yeah and they are very exactly. evocative that way that that there is i feel that there is things dancing around in my mind visually um, yeah that are not there on the screen
1: yeah yeah i mean you know and the the idea of and you know darren like you know the pat the the in the past when when you've invited me into things i am very very focused on radio like you know I, it when i can double down on radio and sound and poetry that you know that's that's really it for me so um, that's where you know I think a lot of the the, the sounds I include, even though if they're from space or whatever they do kind of for me they, they they remind me of radios tuning and you know transmissions being sent and this sort of thing and statics and you know all of that. So yeah, I like to I like the idea of, of radio for sure when I'm when I'm producing sound art.
0: Well do you, do you imagine these pieces being heard on the radio or do you imagine them? being heard as they are now in the off computers and well, things and, and where it's almost a direct feed from your computer to theirs.
1: Yeah. I, I like the idea that um, sound art is, is kind of finding a home in a, in a lot more new places these days um, as poetry is as well. Like I know, um, uh, just when things were getting going there uh, with the music festivals, that uh, poets were being invited into the music festival scenes, you know, being featured as featured acts. Um, and that's exciting. And I kind of find that with sound art, like now we're into, we go into galleries. You know, there's a lot more galleries. There's the, um, what's the gallery in um, uh, in Toronto on Richmond Street that devotes itself? To, they have their own sound art room.
0: Oh, a uh, prefix gallery.
1: Prefix, Prefix gallery, mm-hmm. and so you know to have a place like that that supports and champions um, sound, uh, it's it's just so exciting. You know, it 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 um, it, it uh, pays honor to to the work that people who work in sound art do.
0: Yeah, that's a there's an interesting space uh, at the Prefix Gallery in the 401 Richmond Building in Toronto. They have uh, a kind of little inner room that's like a almost like your personal studio. You can go into and listen to uh, whatever audio piece they've curated for listening in that space. Um, and so it's a interesting. Uh, so if, if you're able to access sometime in the future, uh, the 401 Richmond Building, uh, do seek it out. It's not a long visit typically, um, but it's yeah. it's usually a memorable one. Um, and uh, I was uh, you 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 had spent uh, many years uh, on community radio in in Victoria, and uh, and also you have made uh, a number of documentaries, and um, as well, I was wondering if you could relate a little bit about that work and how it's uh, how it um, is there are there connections to what you've influences perhaps from those in what you made uh, uh, for tonight, or or is it uh, far in the past now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I mean, I liked it when um, uh, you were hosting. NASA was hosting the Sound um, Artists Summit in Toronto, and uh, it was it, it was really really valuable for me to. Uh, I think you know a lot of us came up with the conclusion that um, campus and community radio is a for, is a good friend to sound art and sound artists. So, because, you know, this is where, you know, just like you're, you're mentioning, I had to write it down the um, uh, WGXC in Hudson, New York. Uh, where, where else can you send your, you know, your work uh, to, to be broadcast? Now, there's um, a lot of places on, you know, uh, digital platforms that will host sound work. Um, I found a place through Twitter called uh, Cities and Memories. Memories and Cities, Cities and Memories, and um, they, they feature all sound art. And I don't know where they operate out of, but uh, they have a wonderful series of uh, COVID sounds uh, from around the world. So people that just walk around and collect field sounds from the cities during lockdown. And uh, they have a large collection of uh, uh, sound, uh, sounds from um, uh, cities within uh, Italy and uh and then they had a call there's a call for submissions that they had put out to um to do your best to replicate uh sounds of um dante's inferno uh and <laughs> so, so i didn't and i thought about I was, I was gonna you know take that on but i thought oh i can't i have got these other projects right now but uh i thought how wonderful so so there's other organizations out there you know like Mesa that. Support the sound artist and provide these these places where the work can live, or um, provide inspiration for new work to be created, and um, yeah, give us purpose. You know, to to keep um, our uh, keep going in the sound art field. And so, I'm very encouraged by that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how with online stuff that there is other ways of framing uh, things uh, that um, you know that that wouldn't follow the conventions that tended to dictate community radio that were kind of inherited from, from, uh, you know, from commercial radio or from public radio. Right. And yeah. uh, so it's interesting how there's, there's these other ways for curating and connecting uh, people together. Um, so if I've, I've uh, that's, there's, there's less rigid, rigidity to the structure, there's more fluid and, and uh, more yeah. opportunities for things to uh, mutate and change.
1: Yeah when when I do mention radio I should qualify it and say yeah I'm not talking about commercial radio at all <laughs> I'm talking about all other sources of radio <laughs> than than commercial
2: <laughs> yeah
0: and uh maybe for those just since on the topic of radio you did a nice uh series uh called Indians on the on the airwaves um that was uh, that is um you can still reach on I think on the iTunes podcast uh, yeah. uh um and I uh, you tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So this was um, a fund that was uh, supported through Campus Community Radio. And uh, this is when I was still um, doing the show Native Reach Radio at CFUV. And um, I had the idea, you know, because I, I, I didn't think it existed. And I don't think anything did at the time. Uh, I, a podcast and a podcast series that focused on the current history of Indigenous radio. And so I went ahead. I was I was traveling around. I went um, I interviewed people from up north, like Yellowknife, and uh, to hear about their you know radio experience. And um, I was in Terrace and interviewed people in Terrace BC um, certainly talked touched on the podcast who's native who's indigenous who's making podcasts um, talking about spoke with Rosanna Deerchild who uh, you know the host of uh, uh, unreserved on CBC and her her journey as a as a um, uh, show host uh, with NCI Native Communication Inc. in Winnipeg, and then moving on up into uh, CBC and so on and so forth, and um, and and just people who have who Native people who were just talking about their their long, deep relationships with radio, like. You know, you're there and you're living out in a rural area and, you know, you can imagine people who live in much more more remote areas that, I mean, there's, it's it's more than a relationship. It's a dependency uh, that they have with radio. And so we kind of touched on that as well. And we uh, created a six-part radio documentary series, podcast series. And, um, and I'll just have you know that, you know, because I thought the idea was such a good one, that I went, we went on to um, create a short documentary called Indians on the Airwaves um, with my collaborator, Jackson Two Bears, who's also a sound artist, DJ and mashup artist. And um, so we made a, a, a 10 minute doc about our, our res radio station here, um, C- uh, CKRZ. And uh, it, it's 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 a lot of his mashup work and my poetry that makes like this experimental short doc. And then uh, I went on to uh, create a uh, pilot uh, podcast, a comedy pilot uh, podcast um, called Indians on the Airwaves, which we did over the summer. And that was a, uh, a program that was made available called Accelerator. And uh, it was a a, uh, program made available uh, through CBC and the Canada Council for the Arts. We got the funding to do the pilot, uh, to develop uh, the pilot and develop the uh, the treatment for the for the series and everything, but we didn't get funding to go ahead into phase two, which would have been the development of the series. But now uh, I'll have you know that I'm not giving up on my Indians on the airwaves, and um, I'm uh, going to be making a, a proposal with APTN for a web series called Indians on the Airwaves, and it will follow the comedy uh, idea. So I mean, you know when. It, Native radio stations are hilarious. I don't know if anyone has ever tuned in, um, but you know, you get a really, really unique radio experience when you listen to Native radio out of the reserve. You know, um, and so I just thought, this is too good. The story is too good. I can't, I can't uh, ignore it. And uh, being back home now, I'm now on the board of our of CKRZ, the Res Radio Station, and uh, the story is is unfolding before my very eyes, like every day. You know, it's a it's a little struggling station, but. It manages to stay stay buzzing, keep the airwaves buzzing. So, uh,
0: that's terrific. So, is that uh, audible? How audible is that beyond uh, the Six Nations area?
1: Uh, it's that's a good question. They there's they said they had boosted their signal, and they said that they had. Um, you can get you can listen online, but every time I try to listen online, I can't get it, and I'm just like you know a block away. So, so I don't know about. <laughs> But but our um, our reserve we have uh, two radio stations actually and one is like you know uh, funded by uh, 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 cigarette mogul who who recently just passed away actually uh, Kenny Hill but uh, um, but he you know so that's the station that's got like the bottomless pit Of funding, and then you know, and then we've got like you know CKRZ, which is like the the struggling radio station. Like we, it really relies on Radio Bingo to keep the airwaves going, kind of thing. You
0: know, I was uh, wondering if the uh, the the pilot that you made for the accelerator program, whether is that accessible somehow online or way to experience yeah, we, that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we haven't made it accessible, even though, you know, I retain the intellectual property of that piece because I wrote it and produced it and everything. And um, no, we haven't made that available yet. Uh, I think I'm still going to be uh, drawing on that as a work samples for to support, you know, these other proposals. Um, And hopefully by uh, if everything goes well, then hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have a. A nine episode web series uh, called The Indians on the Airwaves, which hopefully will be funny, <laughs> which hopefully will be comedy. <laughs> comedy is hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh, just to go back a bit to uh, your background as a poet and the connection of that to audio art, where I mean, assuming you started as a poet, but. Uh, maybe that's not true but uh i thought that's how you began and and i noticed from your your soundcloud and your reverb nation pages there's lots of pieces like the Sky Woman piece which yeah. uh really uh, bring together sound and and uh, and your writing and uh i was interested in how how that transition happened from from uh writing poetry to to doing sound work
1: yeah good that's a great question um i had I had my first poetry recording done before I even had my first book published. So somehow I found my way to recording poetry um, before before anything else. And it just was a great fit um, for for some of my pieces. And I just kind of followed that. And then, as I got deeper into the radio world, I realized you know I could apply those radio tech 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 skills. Onto these poetry recordings and so that's it kind of started evolving and I and I started to quickly realize too that Those two things were not very different from each other. I mean the spoken word the spoken radio um, The music certainly that I was helping promote on the shows and you know producing with the music and the poetry I mean all these things just really kind of like seemed to be one of the same and there was no separation there so um, I just kind of went with that and um, now, you know, now I'm kind of expanding that, those, the, the audio and the poetry into this visual medium um, of these uh, uh, web series and, um, and things like that, and scripted, you know, kind of scripted uh, 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 presentations or performances, um, which I just think is, is, I just don't see any end to it. Like, I really don't. I mean, let's have Indians on the airwaves Broadway musical let's have you know Indians on the airwaves like you know uh, documentary like you know a full, a full hour documentary which was another way to go about approaching the work with APTN but it was really really involved and um, I'm just not quite there yet but I, I think that it's it's a, it's a great idea you know I think there's a lot of native radio to look at now.
0: So is there a lot of differences that you're finding that now you're also moving into visual media and uh, and television and things like that where how uh, what's the the kind of conversations you have there and 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 the constraints and possibilities that are different than your your background in radio
1: yeah there like you nailed it it's it's there's a lot of constraints so there's a there's a those conversations are not very creative you know they're they're not um steeped in kind uh, con- you know conceptualizing and um, you know the the stuff that gets you really, really excited when you talk about creative projects. It's a lot of you know, what do I need to do? what do you know what does that need to look like? What's the deadline on that? It's very, it's very not creative. so um, but I can manage. Uh, you know, I'm managing i've I've worked as a managing manager and producer and um, before, and that, you know, I can I can do those things. so, um, it's just not the most fun. It's, it's, it's just really kind of like the, the, the legwork, the boots on the ground kind of work that is necessary to get, you know, uh, a means to an end, of, of, you know, to get from one place to another place. But yeah, the, the writing again, you know, I get to write scripts about radio, which is the, will be really fun.
0: And I was also interested in the community there in Six Nations, and uh, and also the radio station there. In terms of, I mean, there's lots of great artists that have come from that community, and and uh, what is the activity, what's the pulse there now nowadays, and and uh, who are the people that uh, that uh, we should know about?
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Well, thanks for letting me uh, talk about that. So I started helping um, a local musician uh who I brought into the radio project, and uh, so there was um, a fellow named uh, Joshua Arden Miller. And if you check out uh, his his uh, stuff on the Facebook right now, he just put out a brand new song, and it's called Solidarity." And as many people probably know by now, we are in we are in, uh, over two hundred days of a land reclamation um, event on our lands. And there's people out there living on the lands, occupying our lands, like right now in all of this like nasty, nasty snowy weather. And, um, you know, my heart goes out, my, my, my whole heart goes out to the people on our lands right now. Um, uh, Joshua Arden Miller, has uh, he wrote a song called Solidarity, and it really, really succinctly nails the idea of what is needed right now. And I saw a lot of solidarity over the summer when the land reclamation first started up. We had a lot of uh, labor union parties come out to show their support. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, MPs, you know, NDP uh, party come, people come out and show their support and speak on behalf in Parliament about land back. And so that's the kind. Of, that's exactly the sort of thing that's going to help everybody. Everybody in the end is is a strong sense and. Um, you know, actions of uh, solidarity. And so this song, you know, you can find it on, um, the, again, the Facebook uh, fan page and uh, Joshua Arden Miller and um, and get into that. So so that's something new for him. And he's like, a, he's like a veteran's blues guy. So his whole thing is the blues, he plays blues and he used to play with uh, Pappy John's blues band, but now he's kind of branching out on his own. And, you know, uh, we kind of started this unofficial, Collective, if you will. There's um, uh, a sound uh, a guy here who uh, went to Jukasa Studios for to uh, train in sound engineering, and his name is Eric Anderson, and he um, go he operates under Humble Man Recording, and so he helped us with our pilot project and. Um, So, yeah, we're helping one another out. Like, we are working in solidarity over here, even with no money. Like, there's been no money change hands um, with the music project. And uh, it's just friends helping friends. And then even this fellow Shane Paulus, who uh, works with uh, Through the Red Door uh, from Six Nations, it's a production house. He just lent his skills and his equipment to make the music video. And, I mean, this is beautiful. You know, everyone just came together uh, to help each other out. A full moon rises through the night July heat. Sacred reclamation begins, living easily with the elements, collecting days and claiming public space, fending off ignorance together, mirroring a society hidden ahead of our time on the land, entering portals, forces of a future, We see each other in trustful and fully formed organic visions. Land reclamation. We've got these grounds covered in ceremony every day. It sounds like nothing more than speaking for oneself, voices joining, simultaneous learning in a circle, how to claim words necessary for survival. Resistance, respectful of everyone's, colors. This is our entitlement, our inherent privilege. So pardon us as we re-tip the scales in our favor, holding our hearts as we war-whoop ourselves back into existence. We are claiming a 20-foot circumference, and even that is the gravest of insult to some. To others, this is service essential. Not biased, racist legislation, but peaceful provisions necessary to and equal part of holistic governance. Sky smoke, sending signals, catching air in ancestor talk, tapping on the ground, calling on grandmother's help. Born of a midlife mother, these imminent generations of eternity Holding all the tools of knowing and having to ask questions on repeat. Can I help you? As if in the middle of a New York street. Doubt swept away with honest exchange and wit sharp as thorns in defense of ignorance. Protecting this great alliance with leadership. No ego, but intuition. Not legislation, but self-reliant survivorship inviting everyone to walk with. Each day over 125, we watch a sunrise shift a little more to the east. Each day, human connections most look away, fear change. Public park negotiated by daylight, for them, for us, dusk is best. We've been given the keys, in fact, we had them all along. It takes two seconds to ask permissions, this simple teaching, following protocols, in respectful questions, so easy. Smoke of a constant fire clears the mind, bathed in the sacred act of acceptance. Spiritual relevance, living with seasonal elements, undisturbed in our hearts. Cleansed and understood under the shade and protection of a grandfather tree. A chorus of children's voices, trust and reliance on our relatives, to provide provisions like never before. Mother's rest while everyone prepares the feast. Songs brought here bless these grounds. Same as the hawk caught in the creek, choices calculated for the greater good overall. In the fall, summer roots are gently severed but nevertheless disconnected. A life lived in authenticity transports easily in accordance with natural law. Find us, see us. We make this investment for us and for you, showing everyone it can be done. And in doing so, we receive teachings rooted so deep within, it becomes our DNA for next generations. Making ceremony of these natural actions with the same powers that connect us, not calculated or congratulated. It simply is so. Our responsibility and duty to show.